0: My idea was to take off from one tunnel and fly out of it. I had to learn every single centimetre of the tunnel. I could not move my eyes because when you move your eyes at 300 kilometres per hour in such a machine, you just go where your eyes go. I had no margin for error. What I added was the respect for fear. I started to listen to my fears and I started to make them become my best friends and I started to have them suggesting me what I had to mitigate. I don't want to be in my comfort zone. I want to push the boundaries of my comfort zone. And I want to feel that I'm out of my comfort zone because it means I'm creating something that was never done before.
1: We all know that uneasy feeling that creeps up at the edge of the unknown. Familiarity ends and uncertainty begins. In those moments, it's all too tempting to stop to retreat to what feels comfortable, and preferably right back to the couch. But let's face it, if you're never willing to go beyond what you know, you will never know the adventures, experiences, and achievements that might lie just beyond that comfort zone. Welcome back to Mindset Win, the podcast from Red Bull, where we break down the mental tactics used by world-class athletes and coaches, and use them to help you bring a winning mentality to every aspect of your life. I'm Kate Courtney, and I'm a world champion, Olympian, and professional mountain bike racer. I'm hosting this series alongside base jumper Cedric Dumont. And we'll be taking turns each week unpacking the inspiring stories of our high-performing guests and drawing out the insights that can help you build your own winning mentality. Today's episode is all about understanding and pushing past your comfort zone. I think we've all had experiences where the desire to stay safe, or our fear of the unknown, keeps us from exploring our limits. Yet at least for me, many of my greatest experiences and achievements have come from those same types of uncomfortable moments, but where I've been able to push past that discomfort, face that fear, and embrace the transformative challenge of going beyond. Today, we'll hear from someone who spends much of his life pushing that edge, Dario Costa. Dario is an aerobatic pilot who recently made aviation history with an unprecedented feat, flying his single-engine plane at a top speed of 188 miles per hour through two road tunnels and emerging without a scratch. Just think about that for a minute. More than two kilometers of tunnels, where one slight lapse in concentration, or error in calculation, could mean the difference between life and death. Talk about the edge of a comfort zone. We'll hear more from Dario about how his mentality helps him thrive in those tense moments. And stick around for the end of the episode, where I'll break down a few tools to help get you out of your comfort zone. It all started with a dream. Dario Costa had an idea that was so audacious and complex that it took him and a team of experts more than a year to figure out how it could be possible. Dario's dream was to write a new chapter in the record books by flying his plane at full speed through two narrow tunnels that made up more than 2,000 meters in total. After meticulous preparation, on the 4th of September in 2021, just outside Istanbul in Turkey, Dario achieved that lifelong ambition. His tunnel pass project won him a place in the Guinness Book of World Records and resulted in a video that was seen by millions. So let's hear about the journey that brought Dario Red Bull Air Race Gold and a place in aviation history.
0: My name is Dario Costa, I'm a race and stunt pilot. I've been flying around a lot when I was a little kid. We were changing houses from one place to the other one. The only thing that was always looking the same and familiar to me was the airplanes that were taking me from a place to the other one. So when I was on the plane, I was in my safe place. I was at home. When you want to become a pilot and you want to fly, you need to learn and you go to a course. Teaching is kind of standardized. You can't really go out of the lines while when you see something new as something that has been just created and started then you need to put your creativity open up your mind to things that have never been done before and nobody is able to teach you because it's so new But you are being part of something that is uh, pioneering in the field of aviation in this case so then your mindset has completely to change so when before you were following rules now you have to help to create rules for me when I feel that I'm too comfortable, that I'm too relaxed, it means that I'm not working hard enough and I'm not creating anything. The tunnel pass idea came when I was 12. My idea was to take off from one tunnel and fly out of it. it was basically turning a nightmare into a dream. So in that moment of my life, I was going through a real nightmare. So I took this dream to help myself to go through that nightmare and get out of that nightmare. So I need to find a tunnel that is long enough and straight that I can take off from inside and then fly out of it at the end of it. I had to learn every single centimetre of the tunnel, that I could not move my eyes because when you move your eyes at 300 kilometres per hour in such a machine, you just go where your eyes go. Everything was planned, visualised, uh, without using simulators, so only mentally. And I had no no try the lead engineer of the bionic surface technologies team was showing me the graphs and said, Dario, here you're going to react in 250 milliseconds or less or you're going to crash. And that's it. The takeoff itself was crazy. I had to take off in a very short amount of meters because I wanted to be out of the first tunnel flying to, to set the first record. But when you take off with such a machine, full power, the plane just wants to go up like a space rocket. So I had to take off in a very short space, but I could not use full power and I had to stay at 30 centimetres on the ground and then move to 70. And at that speed, at 300 over kilometer per hour, the distance from the walls was giving me 0.050 milliseconds of reaction in case of mistake. I had no margin for error. So what I added was the respect for fear. So I started to listen to my fears and i started to make them become my best friends and i started to have them suggesting me what i had to mitigate so i started to talk to my fears instead of doing what most of the people say like have no fear this is stupid you know if i had no fear i would not be here talking to you what i suggest is listen to your fear understand what they're suggesting you because our fear are based on our experiences The moment I started the engine, my fear stopped to distract me. So I was doing what I was expecting. The funny thing is that I remember only three seconds of the tunnel pass flight. There was a bird that crossed my path at the very end of tunnel number two. I stopped correcting that ground effect and I let the plane go a little bit left because the bird was crossing me from bottom left to top right. So when I saw the bird, I just said, can't react. Whatever you do, you you are going to crash. So I just reduce the correction and uh, I let pass the bird to my right. I get out of the tunnel and then it's very, very long 16 seconds where I'm I'm a little bit disoriented. And I start to realize that what happened. uh, I just start to realize that I got rid of a terrible nightmare that, that I kept with me for 29 years and I turn it into a dream and then into reality. Writing down a list of what are your goals and what are your goals for that specific day on that specific journey, I think this helps a lot. I've been doing that forever. I have a black book just beside my bed and every single day I know what I want to do tomorrow. You know, So before going to bed, I have a list of what I want to do. So before I have a flight mission, I simply write down what I want out of this flight, what I want to learn. And every time I land and I look at the plane, I need to have learned something. 100 years ago, we were not even flying. And now we are going from a continent to the other one and we are going to the space. I mean, who could ever imagine that? But that is happening because of pioneers and because of that pioneering mindset. And because of that, I don't want to be in my comfort zone. I want to push the boundaries of my comfort zone. And I want to feel that I'm out of my comfort zone. Because it means I'm creating something that was never done before. Before, 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 before. It's a rule that I have in my life that if you don't get out of your comfort zone, then you're not creating. And I want to create. I want to share. I want to give back something to the world. I want to leave a sign that can help others.
1: One of the things that stood out to me most in Dario's story is the way that he managed his relationship with fear. Even as a child struggling with a chaotic upbringing, flying provided some kind of safe space, a dream to escape a nightmare. Yet there were also elements of flying and specifically pursuing his tunnel pass that required facing and working with fear. It illustrates that we're always moving in and out of our comfort zones all the time and learning not just to avoid fear, but to work with it.
0: I started to listen to my fears and I started to make them become my best friends. And I started to have them suggesting me what I had to mitigate. Because our fear are based on our experiences.
1: As Dario's story clearly illustrates, leaning into fear and pushing the limits of your comfort zone are critical skills in pursuing a worthy goal. So why is it so tempting to stay in our comfort zone? Part of the answer may relate to control. When we are in a safe and familiar environment or headspace, we feel we can control what happens to us. If we take the same route to school every day, talk to the same people, eat at the same places, we think nothing can surprise us. And while that can sometimes be a good thing, and life on autopilot does feel safe, it can also mean missing out on a lot of experiences and opportunities. Venturing outside your comfort zone means stepping from a place of safe bets into a world of uncertainty. And that's when the fear starts to creep in. This isn't just an individual experience. It is a well-documented psychological phenomenon. An article in Psychology Today described it like this. If your brain doesn't know what's around the corner, it can't keep you out of harm's way. A bit like an overprotective helicopter parent, The brain is constantly on the lookout, anticipating danger and making judgments about what's safe and what isn't. Can you cope with that extra responsibility? Should you really apply for the new job? Your brain is always worried it might not work out for the best. While our dreams may not involve flying a tiny plane through a crazy long tunnel, the process Dario used to convert fear to fuel seems like something we can all learn from. Now, getting outside of your comfort zone sounds great and all, but thinking about it and doing it can be two very different things. So stick with me as we break down what it actually feels like to push that edge and learn to enjoy what comes next. The other day, my strength coach introduced me to the idea of the fallacy of deep water. When you wade into the ocean and begin to swim, you start out in shallow water. Let's call it the comfort zone. Here, you have no doubt that you're able to manage the task at hand without too much stress or effort. But as we go deeper, suddenly we find ourselves unable to see the bottom and maybe a little bit further from shore than feels comfortable. At this point, you enter what we call the fear zone, where suddenly you become aware of your vulnerability and panic sets in. The immediate response is a desire to return to safety, to go back to where you can see the bottom. But if you're willing to push past that barrier, you enter what we call the learning zone. This is the part of the journey where we pick up new skills. You start to find ways to manage those fears and accept the challenge at hand. You know how to swim. And as you continue to push this edge, you learn new ways to find comfort in an uncomfortable scenario. And finally, you enter what we call the growth zone you find yourself in awe of how easily you can now swim in the deep water and start to wonder if it may be possible to continue to push yourself and expand your abilities. The important thing in this phase is to keep those twin goals in mind. Enjoy this new challenge you've mastered while also looking ahead to the next one. This idea of swimming in deep water illustrates both the challenges and the rewards of facing our fears and aiming to learn and grow in that space just beyond our comfort zone. So why not start by choosing something you're comfortable with, like cooking a favorite dish or singing to yourself in the car? Then take it to the next level. Consider signing up for an open mic night or cooking without a recipe. It might feel uncomfortable to begin with, but remember, it's the same task as before. It's just the situation that's a little scarier. And once the fear has subsided, which it will, you'll be ready to take a leap and do something really challenging, like audition for a musical or make up your own menu and invite all your friends for a feast. Remember, the water can get infinitely deeper. But all that really matters is whether we know how to swim. That's it for today from Mind Set Win. Thanks for listening and keep on pushing that edge. I'd love to know what you thought of the episode, so why not leave a comment or review? And don't forget to follow, subscribe, and tell your friends. See you soon.